Well, we have entered into what I think really is still, with all the chaos in the world, the most wonderful time of the year. I'm going to spend some time today talking to you about why celebrations matter and giving you something to hang on to for the holiday season. Stick around. You found the Off the Bench podcast with Heidi St. John. Well, thank you guys for tuning in today, wherever you are. This is the weekend that we get ready to head into the holiday season, and I am getting ready for Thanksgiving with our family. We started several years ago taking our kids and their spouses and uh, friends, if we could, you know, anybody who was up for a good time, up to Mount Hood to hunt for a Christmas tree. And it has turned out to be one of my favorite things that we do as a family. We've tried to rent a little Airbnb, and in fact, we're doing it again this year, so I'm really excited about that. And we take games up, and everybody in the family helps to plan a meal so it doesn't all sit on me. But I want to talk about why I think it's so important that we establish traditions with our families and that we... uh, And that we really make the effort to connect as families. The world is such a busy place right now. It is, uh, we are distracted a hundred different ways from Sunday. I mean, I am, I'm distracted. It's hard for me to put my head in the game with my children to really be able to get away from the crush of the busy schedules that most of us are keeping. And uh, it has been life-giving for our family to have traditions that we look forward to. And this year really is uh, no different. As my kids have gotten older and we have married kids now and uh, and grandchildren, obviously, and more family, more opportunity to be to feel sort of spread out and disconnected, I think that the opportunity is even more important than it's ever been. So I wrote down a couple of thoughts this morning that I thought would encourage you about why celebrations matter and why I think it's so important that you take the time. It doesn't have to be expensive. So we're not talking about expense. But as we move into this weekend, and of course, next week is Thanksgiving. uh, I hope you guys will come out tomorrow because my friend, Pastor Rob McCoy, is going to be here talking about how his church fought back against the COVID mandates and won and what the Bible says about the importance of gathering and why we should never, ever, ever forsake the gathering uh, of believers. So I hope you guys will check that out tomorrow at right here at Firmly Planted Family. And you guys can come out for the VIP session and meet Pastor Rob, or you can just come out for the general session. Either way, you can find your tickets at FriendlyPlanetAction.org. We're really looking forward to hosting uh, Pastor Rob McCoy. I know you guys are going to love him. But I was thinking about you know what's coming up for our family and trying, like I started a big group text the other day, and it occurred to me that I think one of the reasons that our family is so close and I'm, I'm getting a chance now to look back because of course, you know, we have kids in their thirties now and, uh, our family, we're in a season by and large of reaping. And we have two different seasons, I think as parents and, uh, they are in, you know, with regard to family life, there's a season of reaping and there's a season of sowing. And if you're in a season of sowing right now, meaning you still have children at home, Listen, lean in, because this is really, really important. Jay and I had, you know, not a lot of money when our kids were little. And we raised seven children on a shoestring. And I mean it. We raised them, uh, you know, going all of our clothes came from, and frankly, most of them still do, come from uh, consignment stores and secondhand shops and hand-me-downs and all the things. And I knew as a young girl 
that when I had a family one day, traditions would be really important to us. And I don't think I realized at the time just how precious they would become to our family. And one of the traditions that we had as often as we could, of course, not every single day, this wasn't true every day, but we tried very hard, or at least I did, to have family, uh, the family gather around the dinner table. Now, it could have been macaroni and cheese, but I'm telling you what, we were putting candles on the table. We were sitting around the table as often as we could because it was a place to reconnect. And that desire that the Lord put in me as a mother and now sort of, you know, uh, uh, an older mom, I'm looking back now and I'm thinking how grateful I am that God put it in my heart that food was a really important part of family life. And we're coming into the Thanksgiving season now and, of course, Christmas just around the corner. And I am gathering, you know, sourdough recipes, which, by the way, I am going to do a podcast on it because we have had so many people asking me about uh, sourdough and, and you know, and anyway, I've been uh, thinking about that. I am going to do a podcast. I might actually bring somebody on with me. But this idea of celebration with your children, bringing your children into the Christmas season with this idea of it's a time for our family to reflect. It's a time for us to connect. We're going to connect around the dinner table. We're going to connect around brand new recipes. We're going to connect around making Chex Mix and making, you know, hot buttered popcorn or maybe, maybe caramel corn or whatever it is that you guys love to do. Invite your family into this season with an anticipation that God is going to do something precious in this time that we have taken really to just set aside. And we set aside these uh, these celebrations, these times become very, very important. And frankly, over the last you know 20 or 30 years, they've been become really convoluted, right? Uh, we go straight from um, you know uh, Halloween to Christmas. We, we skip Thanksgiving, and I'm not going to belabor the point this morning on the show because I've done entire shows on why I think it's so sad that we we skip Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving is almost more important than Christmas because it gives us an opportunity to really reflect and be thankful. We are not a thankful country. We're not a thankful culture. We tend not to be thankful. We tend to be short-sighted about these kinds of things. And these celebrations really give us an opportunity to step back and say thank you and to look at what God has done and what he is going to do to be to come before him as a family and thank him for who he is and what he's done and ask his blessing as we move into a brand new year. And so uh, I think it's really important, probably as I look at my children, as I've, I've told you guys, all of the Thanksgivings that we have had, um, some of my favorite traditions have been for sure for Thanksgiving was a, a long time ago. And these are really inexpensive, but a long time ago, um, I decided to just take out some cardstock paper that we had. And my husband was a pastor. And so for you know a long, long time, we had access to like the old paper supply of the church and things like that. So when the church, one year, the church did a, uh, a program for a women's event, and it turned out that the date was wrong. Several things were wrong. Well, they'd printed like 500 sheets of cardstock, and they were going to throw them away. And I was like, oh, no, don't throw them away. I'll, I'll take them. 
And sure enough, you know, so we took those, we took that cardstock and we turned them into all kinds of crafts and projects. My kids made snowflakes and we hung them from the ceiling on strings. We did all kinds of things, very, very inexpensive, but they were really meaningful. Well, I wanted to have my grandparents who have long since now gone home to be with the Lord, but I wanted my grandparents to come up for Thanksgiving one year. And it occurred to me that I could take this these uh, pieces of cardstock, these eight and a half by 11 pieces of cardstock and make them into placemats. And so that's exactly what I did. I got a guest list of everybody that was going to be at our house for Thanksgiving that year. And I wrote their names on this piece of cardstock and we made them into placemats. And what we did was we sat around the table uh, before, uh, before no, we, no, it was after, it was after dinner. And it really kind of a miracle because the placemats didn't, they didn't get dirty that I know of, um, but everybody had a name on it. And so we started, when, once we cleared the table and everybody's having dessert, I filled the center bowl with Sharpie markers and everyone had a chance to write on somebody's placemat. So, so my granddad was sitting next to me and he would pass his placemat to me and it said uh, Grandpa Forsberg on it. So I knew whose placemat that was and it just gave me an opportunity to write things about him that I loved, a memory of mine that was precious. And of course, my grandparents did the same thing. All of our kids wrote on these placemats and we we probably spent a good hour just passing those placemats around the table and giving everyone a chance to write something precious about that family member. And and I'm, I'm telling you what, I take those out um, and I read them almost every year at Thanksgiving. We've done it now for several years. Several of the people that I had writing on those placemats uh, are now gone home. They've gone home to be with the Lord. They're no longer here. And the, and the memory and the words and the time that we took to really invest in those relationships is still reaping dividends today. And so as we move into the season, don't blow it off. Don't go, hey, it's just too, I, I heard a mom the other day say, it's just so commercialized, it's not worth celebrating. Boy, I could not disagree more. Is it over-commercialized? Yes, absolutely. Uh, do we need to spend $4,000 at Christmas time on everybody? No, but we should not forsake the celebration piece of it and remember why we're doing what we're doing. So I wrote down just five things that I think are really important and why celebrations matter. The first one is that it's an opportunity for us to build traditions as families. Traditions are very important parts of family life. And one of the things that has happened, I think, in the in the culture that has been so devastating is that we bought the lie that we can all just sit around on our phones and that traditions don't really matter and it and it, and it doesn't um, your, your kids could sort of take it or leave it. Well, they might gripe and complain or they might say, I don't want to help set the table or whatever it is. But I'm here to tell you right now, those traditions become part of the DNA of your family, part of the ethos of your family. So in our family, everyone knows that um, it's really important for our family to gather at Thanksgiving. And I will move heaven and earth to find a time because now we've got kids that are married and they also have families and they want to celebrate too. So usually what we do is we, we will several weeks in advance at least say, Hey, what time is your, uh, what time are you going over to your, you know, your in-laws for Thanksgiving? So we can make sure, you know, we always like to do an invitation so they know they're welcome at our house. But if they decide to do their own thing, which is perfectly reasonable, right? Because people have extended family upon extended family. And so I will try to find a time that our family can for sure get together it's the reason why we're taking everyone up to Mount Hood. It's an opportunity to unplug, 
to remember why these relationships are so valuable and to instill traditions in our children that they will want to pass on to their children. Uh, The other thing I notice is that it strengthens the family bond. Have you ever thought that you didn't have a say in what kind of family you have? Well, strong families don't happen by accident. They happen on purpose through prayers, quality time spent with one another and teaching your values. I'm not here saying it's easy, but I've got something that can help. Brave Books. Brave Books believes in the power of the family unit to shape the next generation. Their family book subscription includes a book per month with family activities and lessons that teach subjects like freedom versus communism, traditional gender identity, and the importance of being truthful. Let Brave Books help you because they've got it figured out. Go to bravebooks.com right now and use the promo code Heidi for 20% off your Brave Books family subscription. A couple of days ago, um, one of our daughters was in a pretty serious uh, car accident. And uh, some of you had you know, noted that I was a little bit frazzled on my show the last, uh, for a couple of episodes. And uh, our daughter was just, you know, she was at a, a four-way stop in Battleground. She moved out into the middle of the intersection and a gentleman who did not see an older man who did not see that there was a four-way stop, just blew through the four-way stop sign and broadsided her going about 40 miles an hour, flipped the car on its side. You're like, what does this have to do with celebrations? I'm getting there. Within, you know, a couple of moments, and of course she, her phone was lost. And so she was calling us from a stranger's phone off the side of the road. And she got a hold of my husband and myself I went running down the stairs here at the Homeschool Resource Center, tripped at the bottom of the stairs. No, no, no kidding, you guys. I fell flat on my face. My contents of my purse went everywhere. I bruised up my shoulder, hit my shoulder, hit my knees. I mean, I was a mess. By the time I got out to the parking lot just to try to drive that 25 minutes to my daughter, I was thinking, somebody needs to be there. Well, as it turned out, uh, one of her sisters was close by. And she dropped everything and went uh, straight over to the scene of the accident. And when I, by the time I got there, her sister had already been there. Um, our sons were calling. You know, one of our kids was on his way home from Thailand. Um, another one of our sons was like, do you need me to come out? Um, the bottom line is Jay and I, by the grace of God, have raised a very, very tight-knit group of siblings. And these kids can spar with the best of them. And sometimes they disagree. But I'll tell you what, they love each other fiercely. And it was a beautiful thing in the middle of all that chaos. And, um, you know, our daughter is fine. Praise the Lord. I mean, he protected her uh, honestly, miraculously. It was just a a miraculous provision from the Lord. But we were reminded that night, Jay and I were, as we uh, were driving home, that the bond that is between our children is something that's going to be here long after we're gone. And I think a huge part of that bond that they have is that we have purposely invested into things that build strength in our family, like sitting around the table for dinner and, um, and honoring tr- the tradition and the importance of recognizing, you know, taking the time and just stepping back and recognizing how much we have to be thankful for. And we're going to be doing it on a whole new level uh, at Thanksgiving this year because of what we've just gone through, honestly, as a family and recognizing, boy, life is precious and it's fragile. And the the celebrations that we engage in as family, it says to your children and to the people that you invite, we love you. We think you're worth spending time with. And, uh, and it's a huge part of creating an ethos of a tight-knit family. 
And so you can strengthen the family bond through, you know, send out a text message. Hey, guys, we're going to have Thanksgiving at, at, you know, grandma's house this year or wherever it's going to be. What would you guys like to bring? Here's what I'm bringing. Um, does anybody have a game they want to play? The St. John's are, you know, we're a very musical family. And so we always will sit around. And um, during COVID, I actually did our Thanksgiving celebration live, at least part of it, so that people could sing with us and worship the Lord with us. And I, you know, we tried to invite as many people as we could uh, during those couple of crazy years. But we will be, be, you know, I guarantee you, we'll be sitting around the fire, we'll be singing, we'll be serving up drinks and spending time and, and, um, and appetizers and all the things. And I'm just looking forward to it because it's an opportunity for me to bring those people that are closest to us, the ones that we love, that God says, these are your people, right? You guys have a family. This is the jurisdiction that God has given you. Love your people well. And I'm not saying don't invite friends over because we do it every year, but I'm just saying, wow, you guys, focus on what God has given you and create these uh, these these uh, traditions and they really will strengthen your family. The next thing is it reminds us of what's important. In a world that is absolutely on its head right now, we can take the time and say, you know what, it actually really is important that we serve mashed potatoes and gravy and uh, turkey. It actually really is important. You know, I have a friend who doesn't, they don't like turkey and so they do lasagna on Thanksgiving. I don't care what you do, but the point is, we we take the time, we come away from the chaos, we turn off the news. Unfortunately, this year I will not be watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Parade, because it's so woke and stupid. But we're going to be playing Christmas music, and some of you guys are like, you can't do Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Okay, that used to be my rule, but after the last, you know, several years that we have had and the horrific nature of Halloween and all the yuck that's around us, well, I'll tell you what, I started playing Christmas music in October, and I am loving every single solitary second of it. <laughs> I really am. And so that's what's, that's what's going to be happening at my house. And, I, and it's an opportunity for you and your family to remember what's really important. You know what's really important? You know what's more important than, than crazy Joe Biden? Your family. You know what's more important than the fact that, uh, that you know, knucklehead Gavin Newsom just had the dictator of China, Xi Jinping, down into San Francisco and cleaned it up when he can't actually clean it up for his own citizens? Your family. Your family. It's really important. And if the Lord has laid uh, friends on your heart, you know, I love the tradition of Friendsgiving. My sister Haley is so good at doing that. Um, ask the Lord to show you how you can reach out because that's what's really important, building those family bonds, building the bonds of community. It, it matters, and I think especially it matters as we move into the holiday season, given what's happening politically and geopolitically. Let's uh, turn our hearts toward home this season and remember what's really important. Uh, the fourth thing is it's just an opportunity to connect. Maybe you don't get very much time with your daughter-in-law. Maybe you don't get a lot of time to connect with your grandchildren or you haven't had a chance to cook with your kids. Uh, make a menu. Uh, mom and dad, sit down and make a menu with your kids. What would you guys like to eat for Thanksgiving this year? What would you like for a dessert? What can we do to um, to ring in the holiday season and be thankful for the birth of Christ and turn our hearts toward heaven? This is an opportunity for you to connect with your family in a meaningful way that I promise you they will remember for generations to come. If you get the opportunity to make those uh, placements, I told you, uh, that story was actually fe featured in Real Simple Magazine several years ago when I put it on my Instagram. It's because it's just so simple. And you can take those placements later, of course, and you can laminate them so that they um, so that they stay uh, fresh throughout the, the years. 
But the reminder that we have during this time of year to just slow down for a moment, to get off the crazy train and love our people, take advantage of the opportunity that God is giving you to connect with the people that God has made a divine connection for you with, starting right in your own home. And finally, uh, it's an opportunity to grow spiritually, to open up your Bible. Uh, Dads, listen, this is a great opportunity for you to lead your homes as we enter into this season of Advent and uh, and paying attention to what God is doing. All you got to do is open your Bible and say, we're going to read Psalm 25 today. You know, read the 25th Psalm, read Psalm 1, uh, read a couple of chapters in the book of John, but just uh, take the time, say, you know what, family, we're going to gather together and I'm just going to read a couple of verses from the book of John or a couple of uh, verses from Psalm 1. Uh, Blessed is the man, the Bible says in Psalm 1, who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight, the Bible says, is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree, firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, and whatever he does, prospers. What an amazing opportunity for you to grow spiritually with your family this Christmas season, this Thanksgiving season. So take the time, you guys. It's Friday today. Take the time this weekend. Come up with a plan. Uh, Invite the people that God puts on your heart if you're going to be inviting people outside of your immediate family. Uh, We do that every year, and it's always a huge blessing. And then make a plan to bring in the beauty of the season, the, uh, the birth of the Savior, the thankfulness for our country. Read uh, Sarah Hale's Thanksgiving story. I've got a whole bunch of them. I'll link back to them in the show notes today. Wonderful opportunity for you to read some Thanksgiving stories with your children. Uh, years ago, I, I bought a book called Thanksgiving at Grandma's House. And uh, guess what? I'm the grandma now. And I bought that book when my kids were little and we're still reading it. So think about what traditions you could have. Read, read your Bible with your kids. Sit down with them, maybe plan out a menu. The other thing that we, that we do, which I love to do, is find out exactly who's coming and then we create beautiful nameplates for them. Uh, usually it's just on paper, but just when people come, they have um, a nameplate at the table and it says to the guest, you are loved. We thought of you. We have a place at the table for you. We value you and we're so glad that you're here. It's the little touches that really do go a long, long way. And so rather than let the, the, the craziness of gift buying, and I know some of you, that's your love language is gifts. Boy, it's real hard in you know, this, the Biden economy, I'll tell you what. It's really hitting people in the pocketbook, myself included. And uh, I would say the most important thing, when my kids look back over the 35 uh, years that Jay and I have had Christmas together now, well, we've had kids for 33 of them, um, they don't they don't really talk about the gifts they got at Christmas time. They talk about the food, they talk about the laughter, they talk about, you know, we're, everybody's going out and sitting in the hot tub or um, you know, s'mores out by the fire or the men out in the yard, you know, smoking their cigars or whatever it is that they're doing. We're creating relationships with the people that we love and we're taking the time to say we love you. That's why celebrations matter because the people that God puts in your life are gifts that he's given to you, and we want to honor them in that way. I'm going to link back to, in the show notes today, several podcasts and uh, blog posts that I've done over the years, including my favorite Christmas books and Thanksgiving books. This is a great time uh, for you to get them. I mean, come on, Amazon has two-day shipping. You guys can get some of those Thanksgiving books and have them at your house. 
and read to your children. And I hope you guys will uh, take advantage of the opportunity we have to engage in celebration. Because though the world is crazy and though there's so many things that are sad and hard and heavy right now, we have a lot to be thankful for. And God would have us take the time and actually say thank you. So I want to encourage you to do that. I told you guys I'm going to be going through the book of Esther at the Faith That Speaks Community and Mom Strong International. And you guys can join me uh, by signing up at faiththatspeaks.com for the brand new year, for the brand new season. If you haven't purchased yet my 365-day devotional for mothers, I'd encourage you to do it. It's a wonderful, wonderful Christmas gift, and you can get that anywhere the books are sold, and certainly you can get it also right here at HeidiStJohn.com. If you're interested in supporting the work that we do here at Firmly Planted Family, I'm also going to link back to in the show notes today, and I'll try to put it up on my social media as well. Uh, the 700 Club was just here, and they did a story on the Homeschool Resource Center and the beautiful, miraculous thing that God is doing. And we hope you guys will uh, will consider a year-end donation, and you can even sponsor a classroom here. We are helping get kids out of the waters of woke ideology and into the safe haven of an education that honors the Lord and partners with parents to assist them in home education. So lots of really exciting things. I want to say thank you to you guys uh, as we come into the Thanksgiving season, just so that you know that your gifts and support here at this podcast, you're subscribing to the Heidi St. John podcast on Spotify, visiting our sponsors. All of these things are really, really important to us, and we are very thankful for you. So as we enter into this week of Thanksgiving, I want to start it off by saying thank you. Thank you for uh, praying for us. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for visiting our sponsors. Thank you for your prayers. We are so very thankful. And I look forward to uh, meeting a bunch of you out on the road this year. And we've got a lot of wonderful things coming up. So we have a lot to be thankful for. Get your kids together, you guys. Come up with a plan for Thanksgiving. And I'll see you right back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.